Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are coming to you live. And now I got to pull this thing up again because you changed it on me. We're coming to you live. From the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio, Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. It's the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You send the tweets, you send them hot, at Ken Carmen C-A-R-M-A-N. Hickey? Yes, Ken. We got to say congratulations again for the new people tuning in to Deben, who's getting hitched. He just got engaged. When are you getting engaged, Hick? Oh, wow. That's a hell of a question. There you go. Billy Jack, when are you going to settle down and meet a nice girl and get engaged? Jesus. I mean, There's an on. answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. When are you going to do it, Billy Jack? You even with somebody? No. You're single? You're untethered? Single as heck. Well, okay. Are you on? Are you on uh, Bumble? No, I don't use Bumble. You, you can, wait, he's he's talking to me. Lower the music a little bit. You said you Do, like when it's playing. I know that, but yeah, I'm talking to you now. All right, so I'm going for the love of God. Do you need to tear down every every wall for the love of God? I'm talking to you here, Billy okay, J. Okay, okay, okay. Are, are we are we good now? Yeah, we are. Okay, okay. Now let me ask you this: Amazing, you're playing it under Ric Flair's music. Okay which he basically sexed everybody in the southeast for an entire decade. But Billy, yes. Are you you're not on Bumble, you're not on Tinder? No, I don't use any of that stuff. I use like the legitimate ones. And here's What are they? Like Match or something like that. Oh, look at you. Yeah, but wait, but wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You use Match.com? I use that, but see, here's the thing. Is it uh. is it no one answers? So like that's a good <gasps> No. <laughs> Billy. What do you mean? No, what do you mean? No one answers. Don't you have to pay for that site, Billy? Did I lose Billy? No, I think I'm I lost. Here. I'm here. Okay, I, I'm talking to you, Billy. Okay, jeez. We're having a conversation. Ken, it is twelve oh six. My shift just started. I don't care. We're on a radio show. Let's go. Wake up. Right, it's I'm, noon for I'm crying here. out loud. I'm here. I'm here. You know what time I wake up every weekday for crying out loud? Don't give me that. I could beat you on that. Second of all, what time do you wake up? One. Why do you wake up at one? Because my sh- my my three shifts during the week are started three. God, you suck. Yeah, man. All right, so you wake up at one. So you got me beat on that. Yeah, All right, that's right. So it's so it's noon east. I don't want to hear any more excuses. All We're right, gonna fine. get to this here. No okay. No Damn it. Here we go. So you're on match. How much do you pay a month for match? I only do it by month. It's like thirty bucks. It's thirty dollars a month yeah, for like, match.com. I, I only do it for one month, Ken. And no one's answered yet. No, like I've gotten a couple, but like, but for the majority of it, it's like, oh man. So like, are they dogs? I think it's a good way 
And this is he my, didn't want to answer this, that. This is my uh, sarcasm. The non-answer says it all right there. <laughs> Are they dogs? So I got it set up this way. It just went right through. So Yeah, so, I mean, just, just any— It went going. He kept it going. If there are any females listening who are on match, it's a really yeah. good way to meet people by not having a conversation with them. All right, we'll give your specs out. Billy, how tall are you? Five, six, five, seven with shoes on. All right, that's already one knock against you. How much do you weigh? <laughs> Uh, 140. All right, so at least you're not fat. No, I'm not fat at all, Ken. All right, how old are you? How many of me can fit into one of you? Uh, so five, six, 140. That's not a knock on you, Ken. Weight-wise, three of you. Um, wow. Just about, right? Yeah, two. Okay, so. I'm not fat. Five, six, 140. That's not fat. That is not fat. No, that is not fat. How old are you? 29. 29. All right. A little long in the tooth there. Um, what's your hairline? Zero. What do you mean? Like I shave my head. Do you shave your head because you like the look or do you shave the head out of necessity? No, out of necessity. Because you're bald. I'm bald. And we've had this conversation before, Ken. I don't remember. All right. Well, well I'll refresh your memory. All right. I don't have hair. What do you mean you don't? Oh, you, what, you have like uh, uh, Charlie Villanueva? No, no. I don't have alopecia. Oh, okay. I, I, legitimately... I just called it. I called it Charlie Villanueva. I didn't even know the term for it. And that's mean. <laughs> I'm so. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm saying I didn't know. That's mean so, against Charlie Villanueva. I, well, that's what he's got. So what else am I supposed to say? He's one of the most famous people with alopecia. Okay. Thank you very much for bringing the word. I couldn't think of the word. Okay. So I said, do you have the Charlie Villanueva? So, That's what I meant. I didn't mean to make fun of Charlie Villanueva. I'm not Kevin Garnett over here, okay? I'm just Relax. With you, I'm just messing with you. Okay. Well, wait, wait a minute. I'm tr- do you understand what I'm trying to do? Now, we have the entire country listening right now, except after what you just said. Okay. We're probably calling in to complain. But we have the entire country listening right now. This is a free service, Billy. Okay. Now, you have plenty of women out there who like to listen to the show. They love the sound of your voice. Obviously... In terms of tall, dark, and handsome, that one left you. However, well, I'm not so tall. you're five, five, six, one forty, and you're balding. No, no, I shave my head. I am bald. But if you, Hickey knows what I'm going with this, and and Billy has no clue. Uh, I, apparently not. Billy, if you grew your hair out, would you have a full head of hair? No. Thank you. All right. So, you got? Would it be like a horseshoe? Would you look like Mr. Burns? So, I guess the best way, I, I would have hair on the sides and very thin on the top. So, I guess like Jason Statham. Okay. Oh, oh, Jason Statham look, huh? Yeah, Did you find the best looking bald guy you possibly could and to compare yourself to him? But I, I don't, I don't want, I don't, I don't want the receding hairline look. You gotta, you gotta play the cards you're dealt with, Ken. So how often do you, how often do you shave your hair? Uh, once every two days, maybe. Uh, once every two days. Yeah, that's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. Okay, once every two days. So you work at CBS Sports Radio. Do you live in the city? I do not live in the city. Where do you live? Westchester. Westchester. Okay, that's close enough. Do you live by yourself? No. Who do you live with? Uh, my family. Hey, listen, well, listen, listen, wait a second. Hold well. On. So if you're going to, if you're going to, so now, 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 go ahead. So make the jokes now. I'm not making the jokes. I'm not making the jokes, Billy. I'm trying. I, gotta, I am I trying. I got to save my money, man. Now, what's your last, now, hold on. What's your last name? 
It's a very long uh, Italian last Giacalone, name. right? Yeah. Well, Giacalone. You could say, say Giacalone. Giacalone. It sounds yeah. even better with Billy Giacalone. Yeah, man. Okay. How you, you mom still alive? Yes. So you love your mother? I do. There. See, that's that's how you frame it, Billy. You don't sit there and go. Uh, basically, you sound like George Costanza. Where you're like, "Hi, I'm George. I'm unemployed. I'm bald, and I live with my parents." Like that's not what you're supposed to say. No, but that's not that's not what I. You am are employed. That's not you what are I know. you ha- you are you have gainful employment in America. I do. You live in Westchester, a fine community. Fine, fine. Place. I I have found of it. It's, I've I've been grown very fond of Westchester, New York. So I understand uh, that area is a great place. Great place to raise a family there. What do you like to do? What what do you like to do as to, in terms of? Um, do you like quiet nights out or do you quiet nights at home? Do you like to go out? Which one? Well, when I was younger, I used to really like uh, the party scene. Now, yeah. Now I'm more. You slowed down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm more. Into, yeah. See, back when I back when I had hair, I used to be all gelled up. So yeah. maybe that's why it, uh, it I lost it. Oh. But, but now 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 I can take it easy. You know, quiet and well. I'll go. I'll go to a bar here and there, but like the 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 loud, you know, crowded places. That's eh, not that appealing anymore. All my rowdy friends have settled down. That's Billy Jack right there, baby. That's right. All right. So all you ladies out there, are you in good shape? I bet you're in good shape. Yeah, I mean, I'm slim. It's Billy Slim. There you go. Five six, one forty. Good, strong build. He loves his mother. Lives in Westchester. Good Italian family. I assume you're Italian. You're not German I'm, or anything. I'm, Ita- I'm Italian and a quarter Irish. <laughs> oh, quarter Irish. See, there you go. He's got a he's got a good a good strong head on his shoulders. He's a good man. Eight five five two one two four CBS. You ladies out there, and Billy will just pick up the phone and you can talk to him. I don't even need to put you on the air. See, I'm already doing for you for free what Match.com did for you for a month for thirty bucks. Thank you, Ken. Yeah. You get something out of this. I want thirty bucks. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, uh, I got to get to this because I'm going to get back to the NFL. I promise. Will Wade. I want to hear the Will Wade audio because Will Wade said that he made a strong ass offer for a recruit, and that recruit isn't taken in. He's frustrated, and he spoke at a banquet after they found out what was going on with the LSU basketball coach. Here it is. Will, literally, as you were talking. Yeah, I, I, I haven't read it. I haven't read it, so I don't have any comment on that. It doesn't look good. How do you approach it going forward even when you do get to see it? I'll have to read it and look at it, and then from there I'll, we'll move forward as we need to. Do you feel cooperation is the best thing in this instance? I, I haven't read it. I don't know. I'm not sure. Does Yahoo give you the heads up on any, any of these stories before they break them or put them out? Uh, I knew, I knew uh, about 20 minutes beforehand, 20, 30 minutes beforehand, I think. I didn't know what I don't. I, they don't tell you what's in it. How will you address with the guys? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know what there is to address at this point. So um, I'll look at it and we'll go from there. Are you afraid that these things are going to become a distraction at such a critical time? Well, our guys have. We've handled everything uh, very, very well so far. We've, you know, we talk about the bigger the game or the the more noise that's out there. You've got to narrow your focus, and so. Uh, we've been very good at, at keeping a narrow focus and narrowing our focus, uh, you know, thus far. And, and um, I, I think this will be no different. I wish Will Wade could have given the actual answer and go, yeah, my ass is caught. You know, I'm coaching in the SEC. No one would give a damn. It's LSU. It's not like we don't have a time-honored tradition of paying our athletes down here when it comes to Shaquille O'Neal. And while that might be reckless speculation, you still, you all know it's the truth. And honestly, what the hell, and this is my thought on it. 
Will Wade, we're going to drag him through the streets. We're going to say that he's a bad guy, right? Are we? Because basically, and I know we love our player empowerment here. Just let me put a different spin on this. So two weeks ago, Zion Williamson gets hurt. You know where I'm going. And we made him out to be some sort of a martyr for getting players paid in NCAA basketball. Now, some people are going to say you can't put one with the other. I say BS you can't put one with the other. Where everybody was talking about Zion Williamson, you're barking up the wrong tree. Zion Williamson could have went if he really wanted to. You can go to China. You can go to Europe. You can go to the G League now. He couldn't go to the G League, but he could have went to the other two places. You could have sat out a year and worked on your craft. He decided to go to Duke. He decided to go to Duke and wear a Nike shoe. Do you think that he didn't know what he was doing or the people around him didn't know what they were doing when they sent Zion Williamson to Duke University? Are we stupid or are we just trying to make a bad argument for paying players? Because I think that some people are hoping that a guy like Zion Williamson went down. Because if Zion Williamson goes down, then I can use him as some sort of a martyr to get after the big bad NCAA, which don't get me wrong, this isn't even a defense of the NCAA. The NCAA is a crooked body just like the rest of them out there. They just want to wet their beak on all this, and they claim that they're up there for the highest standing of the student athlete, which you and I both know is the biggest load of BS ever because you've seen all the bowl systems and you've seen all the manila folders, so you all know it's a bunch of garbage. But for Zion Williamson, we're going to use him as the one that's there. No, you want to use anybody. Maybe use John Morant. Maybe use somebody else who who went to a different school and now is being bumped up the system and will be a nice NBA pick. Murray State, not necessarily the biggest place in the world. But yet Zion Williamson go to Duke. Biggest name, a YouTube sensation. Like he didn't know what he was investing in. He was investing in himself. But we sat here and we got on the radio and we made him out to be a martyr and said that the NCAA is wrong. He didn't get paid and and this is terrible and he's going to be left with nothing if he's hurt sincerely. Isn't Will Wade only trying to make sure that a young man's taken care of? Isn't he just trying to benefit from that just like what any free market system would like to do? Oh, Ken, that's not right. He's the coach of the basketball team. He's supposed to look over him. Yeah, he's supposed to look out for him. So if you were looking out for Zion Williamson, wouldn't you want to try to make sure that he gets the most that's coming to him? Isn't that what everybody who's making an argument for Zion Williamson is doing because they're, quote-unquote, looking out for Zion? Looking out for future players? Yeah, Will Wade wants to recruit. And more than likely, judging by all this evidence that is mounting against him in the Yahoo report, Uh, He probably was looking for some impermissible benefits, courtesy of the NCAA bylaws, to bring in said recruit. But can't Will Wade make a good argument and say that he's just trying to help along a player and give him what's rightfully his? We all love to make this argument. Well, let's make the argument. You and I get to sit down. We get to pick and choose where we work. And there's an interview system. And that employer is trying to benefit from the work that I provide. Will Wade is trying to benefit from the work that this player who's going to be sitting out tonight provides. So what's the difference? Sounds a little hypocritical, don't you? think it does. Hey, you can make all the arguments you want to with Zion Williamson. I thought they were silly as hell then. I'll think they're silly as hell now. But if we're going to go and make those arguments for him, then let's look at Will Wade. If Will Wade is trying to pay players, I guess we should all be fighting for him, shouldn't we?
but we won't. We'll call him a jerk. We'll say that he's impermissible. And if he's taking anything on the cut, then I'll take some of that back. But if he's, quote, unquote, trying to give a player money, and that player is probably holding out for a different offer more than likely, that doesn't mean that just Will Wade is involved in this. That means that some other and some other teams are involved in this. <gasps> Imagine that. Because we think that all of a sudden paying players is going to change all that, right? Okay. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up in 20 minutes, the Cardinals are either doing a terrible job creating a market or they're about to become the new Browns. Up next, it's five burning questions on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. Billy. Yeah. Are you rummaging through the dumpster for a Playboy? No. No, that, that's taken care of. Don't worry about that's that. That's taken care of, he said. Billy's work to do is shoot America. I, I very much am not. Billy, Hickey, is he or is he not? Billy is very worked up into a shoot. Billy is full on into shoot mode right now. You are so worked up. Taz would have to be talking you out of being in a shoot right now. That's how bad in a shoot you are right now. Ken, I am so good right now, it's not even funny. So, did you get any hooks yet? Did you get any biters? Uh, let's After what phone. I just let, said? Let me check my phone. Hold on. Ready? Let's Ready? see your phone over there. No. <sighs> You're a catch. Yeah, but I'm not tall. Would you stop with the you're not tall stuff, Billy? It hickey. It do women do women really care? Ask hickey. Do I'll, women I'll re- hickey in this day and age? Women that are a little bit younger, like towards my age, yes, absolutely care. <sighs> not saying it's right. I'm just saying that you got to be kidding me. Not the ones you really want to be with, but some of the girls care about height. What? I mean, why? Why? I don't know. Do they? Is is it? Well, it, there's there is a. If I, I will say this: there is a fitting up type of thing. You understand? Because like you know, they get close, and then their head like right there in your armpit deal there. Yeah, you, you yeah. get what I'm saying. Oh, I get so it. there is, yeah, there is like a a, a way that it fits up, kind of like a puzzle piece when you're like holding on to each other. But other than that, you figure it out. If 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 it's kismet, it's kismet. I I don't know, Billy. I'll tell you this: a girl who who holds you down. Because of your height, who doesn't respect you because of your height is no woman you want to be with. Hundred percent agree. There you go. Hundred percent agree. See, so if they don't like the height thing, which I think it's 2019, folks, we're all going to look like each other someday. Now, I not in this generation, and probably not the next generation, but maybe the generation after that, we're all going to look like each other. Maybe Billy's on the cutting edge. I mean, listen, I mean, we're all going to. I mean. Not to be morbid, but we're all going to wind up dead anyway. Well, we're all going to wind up dead. I understand that. But it's the point of we all have these type of thoughts and opinions of what it should be and things like that. We're all going to end up looking like each other. The generations are a-changing. And so you got Billy who's okay 5'6". So what? What's the big deal with that? Okay? So what? My whole Billy's thing- a good guy. He loves his mother. Is your father in the picture? You love your dad? Yeah, I do. I you do. good with your old man? There you go. Yeah, man. Mom and dad are good. Do you have any pets? Do you have any dogs? Yeah, I got a dog, yeah. You have a dog? You're a dog lover? Yeah, I'm Folks, dog lover. he's a dog lover for crying out loud. You're going to use his, his height against him? I'm a great, Come on. I'm a great brother. You are you have a brother? No, no. I, I, am a, I have a brother and a sister. You have a brother and a sister? Yeah, man. If you don't like Billy, you got your head up your ass. You know, I mean, okay? Honestly, All right? I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you. 
I mean, I'm fighting for you, Bill. If they, all right, buddy. If 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 a girl views my profile and doesn't like me because I'm short, or maybe they don't like bald. To guys, hell with her. Or maybe to they hell don't like with guys her. with beards. I don't know. To hell with her. But you know what? Yeast they, infection city. I don't care. That's that's a that's a superficial thing, but that's a mean thing. She's mean. They can all keep having fun with the guys who will treat them like garbage. Exactly. Thank you. If you're over six feet tall, you treat your women like garbage. I'm six three. I treat my wife awfully. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got five burning questions coming up next. Now going back to the Will Wade thing. I just love the hip hop. If we're going to be free and honest about it, let's be free and honest about it all. Okay. Uh, if you want to pay players and I've warned you about paying players a million times over, if you want to pay players, that's fine, but you better be ready to rip off, rip away some of those great programs that you may not even know you love. And I'm worried about that. I don't know what my sons are going to do. I hope my sons are involved in athletics. I hope so. I don't know if they will be. And if they're not involved in athletics, that's okay. If they are, maybe they won't be in football like I was. Maybe they won't be in baseball and basketball and the the traditional type of sports. Maybe they'll be into rowing. Maybe they'll be into lacrosse. I don't know what they'll be into. But those other sports don't bring in the type of revenue that football, men's basketball does, and a couple of certain places, women's basketball, which is something you should be worried about. It doesn't bring in that. Those other ones don't bring in that revenue. Well, what keeps them afloat are those other sports. So if we want to try to make some sort of an amendment here where this is what you're worth and this is what you can get or you can get some sort of money money that's that's given to you after about your jersey or anything like that, fine. But if we're talking about fairness in your effort for fairness, just like what happened with the video games, and no one wants to believe this, just like what happened with the O'Bannon case, they'll take away your fun for everybody else. And what you're doing while we're saying it's supposed to be more fair for everybody else... What you're doing is you're taking away opportunities because still a big state school that is supposed to operate as an institution of higher learning, that's supposed to operate for the betterment provided by the taxpayer of the citizens of that state will still operate itself like a business. And if they can't pay the freight, they'll rip off those sports. So just be careful. And I look at what's going on with Will Wade, and I think that he's going to be vilified in the media, told what's wrong with college basketball. And there's some points, yes, he's probably got a fire under his ass. They're probably threatening him to get all these players. It probably hasn't gone all the way that he wants to, and he's a very desperate man. And that's all true. But however, at the very base of it, isn't he trying to do what we're all saying that they're supposed to do? Pay players? 855-2124-CBS. Up next, five burning questions on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. Well, first, 855-2124-CBS is CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line. It's brought to you by Geico, and there's great news. You can save money in a quick way by switching to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Hickey, you back yet? Oh, I'm back. Hickey was on the bowl, America. All right, here we go. Five burning questions. Go. You you love fabricating the truth. Okay. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Well, as Be you a Kato Caitlin over there. You were on the bowl. Come on, let's hear it. Uh, all right, so number one. Earlier at this hour, you talked about Will Wade. Uh, the allegations by Yahoo Sports reported that he had wiretap conversations with Christian Dawkins, 
in basketball, middleman, and reference on the wiretap, he made a, quote, strong offer to current freshman guard Javante Smith. After those allegations came out, LSU has since suspended Wade indefinitely and have also are holding out smart for at least tonight's game against Vanderbilt. Tigers are currently ranked 10th in the country and tied for first in the SEC. So the first burning question, the Tigers should self-sanction the Tigers should self-sanction mm-hmm. to assert themselves and <laughs> ban the team from participating in the NCAA tournament. I think they have to, right? If they don't, see what happens is it's always a hypocritical type of punishment because it's never the same. There's nothing in the bylaw for it that always gives you the same punishment, even though there really should be. So when we talk about these types of punishments, it's always easier for them to self-sanction and then see if the NCAA will be a little bit more lenient. But you can't guarantee that. And here you have a guy who's a current player. And I look again. I look back at where Will Wade's situation was to where it is now. I can't condone this. And I used to get very upset about it. But again, you can't be screaming at Will Wade saying that he's a horrible individual when technically he was trying to do what everybody wants them to do with college basketball players. And, yeah, he benefits from them. That's what coaches do. You don't think that that Mike Krzyzewski benefits from what goes on at Duke? You're nuts. Back in the day, they all did it. They all benefit. They win. They have a higher standing. They get paid more money. They bring in more, more sponsors. They bring in more people. That's the benefit to it. They get a benefit of the free college education and some money. And, of course, the coach benefits from it. But, ultimately, the NCAA will probably hand down a stiff penalty because they got to make it look good, especially if this blows up and continues to blow up. Because if he's the only one, and remember, if he can't get this recruit he's talking about, then that means that there had to be other ones that were offering money here back when he was going after the recruit. You would have to believe that. True, right, Hickey? Oh, absolutely. So that has to mean that there's something else where Javante Smart, there has to be somebody else that was thinking that they were going to get him and that there was some sort of another offer put out there. It couldn't have been just LSU was the only one offering impermissible benefits. There had to be a second, a third, a fourth team that was making an offer on this guy. So this could end up being very big. So in turn, LSU's been caught. They've been caught on tape. It might be a little bit stiffer for them. But, yes, you have to self-sanction, as sad as that is, because there's probably guys on that team who are not on the take and it's going to throw that season into a wrench. That's a shame. Next. The Atlantic League announced a few interesting rule changes this upcoming season, most notably being robot umpires helping call, uh, helping real umpires call balls and strikes, extending the distance from the mound to the plate another two feet, so it's 62 feet six inches. That's only for the second half of the year. Oh, my Ban- God. Banning the shift as they mandate two infielders much be on each side of second base, three batter minimum for levers, and no mound visits. So the question is, none of these rules will have a direct impact MLB is looking for in terms of attracting more fans to the game. No, it won't. We, I, I talked about this. I'll talk about it every week until someone actually goes, yeah, you make a good point on that. You don't have to talk about it anymore. Banning the shift first off, I think that's ridiculous. You can't. I know that you have the three-second rule. And I know that you have technically, you have the five-yard buffer zone for the screen passes and things like that. But you can't tell a a defense where to line up on the field. Be a hitter. We always say be an athlete. Be a hitter. Get the ball into play. Get yourself on base. Do something a little bit better with it. Well, then go be a hitter. 
robot, is it a robot strike zone or is it robot umpires in general? It's real umpires with uh, that are assisted by, it looks like a technology that helps call balls and strikes. So I guess it's theoretically not a robot umpire, but it sounds like they could stop the game if that whatever system they have that outlines okay. the strike zone sees a, something different well, than real umpire calls. I would feel that that would, a good, a good hitter could game the system. But if you wanted to go that way, it might expedite things a little bit more. It does make a consistent strike zone, which if it is a consistent strike zone, that helps out the pitcher. That means that they'll move a little bit quicker, and, and it can move the game on quicker. Because part of the game, and why the game that does take a little bit longer, is because of the umpires. So that could actually help out. But again, I don't think that any one of these changes are going to get people to the ballpark. If people are bored by baseball, they're bored by baseball. And telling them that they're going to spend less time at the ballpark when they watch baseball ain't going to bring them to the ballpark. It's just not going to work. When you say that you're going to spend less time at a place and you advertise that, that's what an emergency room does. That's not what Major League Baseball should do. That's not what a professional sports entity that is there to entertain the masses, that's not what you're supposed to do. So these might be rule changes that change the game and make it quicker, but I don't think it's going to get more people in the ballpark. If you do that while you promote your sport better, get these guys out there and maybe expand the playoffs. I know, I know you all hate it. Expand the playoffs. You got a better chance to get superstars in. You have a better chance for some of the flyover states, the teams that are in there where they don't sell off their players halfway through the year. Now you have a better incentive to keep some of those players and maybe go for the gusto. So if you have a player who you know is going to be leaving after this season, but you can make a run at this thing, maybe you could talk them differently into it. You still keep people coming through, coming to the stadium because they're going to want to watch a winner. So if you expand the playoffs, that changes the that changes the situation. If you expanded the playoffs a couple of years, you get Mike Trout in the postseason, maybe things happen differently. Just pointing that out. You can make stars. Focus on making stars. And please, I see another thing that's coming out about steroids. It's amazing to me that in the NFL, and this is sad, but it's true, a guy can hit a woman and we just all move on. In the NBA, a guy can hit a move, hit a woman, get busted for drugs, have a problem, we just all move on. In Major League Baseball, we have continued and continued and continued to drag this dead horse around and wail on it every chance we get which is steroids. Next. Zion Williamson's recovery continues to be positive. As Coach K said on Thursday that the star freshman had his, quote, first really good workout, end quote. He's out for tonight's game against North Carolina, but possibly could play as soon as the ACC tournament next week. So the question is, coming back and playing in the tournament is absolutely the right move for Williamson. If he wants it to be, if we talk about player empowerment, I know those are the magic words that everybody wants to make a big deal about. Well, if you want to do it, then go ahead and play. If you want to play, play the game. You like playing basketball. He could end up, and people don't talk about this nearly enough. Guys go for one and done. They end up really enjoying their college experience. Now, part of that reason is they don't really have to study that much. They're not really in-depth into their studies just yet. So all they have to do is keep themselves afloat for that first semester and then they're okay in the second semester for the most part and they can take care of their business and play basketball so they really enjoy the college experience zion williamson might really like enjoy the the college experience playing at duke playing at cameron indoor stadium now you wouldn't be doing that in the acc tournament but you would still be playing for duke if he wants to play if he thinks he can suit up and play play 
I don't think it's going to be any more of a hindrance than him not playing. You can get hurt in workouts. It's basketball. You're playing at a high level. You want to prove that you've come back and played very, very well. If you want to play, go ahead and play. Some people say it's a bad, a, a bad, sets a bad precedent for the investment that they've made. I can understand that. I can see your point of view there. But if he wants to play, I think he's securing himself as the number one pick, no matter who gets it. I think a couple of other guys can make an argument. R.J. Barrett, I think, would be great in today's NBA. But if you want to play, go ahead and play. You, you've, built, you've built something with your teammates. You think you can compete. If you're not there, I don't know if you're a Final Four team. If you are and you're healthy and you can go, you might be a Final Four team. So there is something there that he has to consider if he wants to go out and help out his teammates. I think the decision's on him. I'm not going to kill him if he plays. I'm not going to kill him if he doesn't play. Next. Soon-to-be free agent currently suspended defensive tackle David Irving took to Instagram Live Thursday night and said he was quitting the NFL. Irving was upset about the NFL's marijuana policy as he seemed to be smoking a joint in the video. Irving cited other leagues where players don't get in trouble for marijuana use and cites that he'd rather smoke weed than be addicted to painkillers. So the question is, Irving is actually right, and the NFL needs to rethink their marijuana policy. I think he has a point. I think, though, if you get caught smoking pot in the NBA or in the NFL, you're an idiot. If you get caught for PEDs, there's a lot of different ingredients and a lot of different things that we just think are perfectly safe. Guys don't necessarily think and ends up giving you a positive test. You end up in trouble. That could be a, a tricky subject. The NFL, if you've never been in trouble for it, the NFL makes it extremely easy to pass the test. And I'll let you guys in on something here, and some people have heard this because I've said this a couple times on the air before, and a lot of other people have heard it from some other ones, so it's not necessarily the world's best-kept secret. The guys who smoke the most weed in an NFL locker room, they're the offensive linemen. You get these big hillbillies from God knows where, boy, they love a good time, and they love smoking weed. And they ain't dumb. And the NFL... As long as they can keep the appearance, they don't want you to get caught with pot. They don't. They don't set this thing up for you to fail. The PED stuff, that provides a better advantage for you. They might be trying to get you there. I could see a predatory feeling there because they're trying to keep the playing field level. But in the NFL, they don't want you in trouble for weed. They want you on the field. That's why Josh Gordon keeps getting a bunch of chances because he's got Hall of Fame talent. They want him on the field. If you get busted for pot, you're dumb. In the NFL, you're dumb. But he does have a point. I'd much rather be smoking dope than get addicted to painkillers. Painkillers will steal your soul. And then you end up on horrible things. So while I disagree with Irving on that thought, on the first thought, I do agree with his ultimate sen sentiment. Is that pot a lot different than painkillers? Next. And finally, Antonio Brown almost became a member of Bills Mafia late Thursday night. The talks between the Bills and Steelers fizzled out and no deal was made. Now, the three teams that seem most interested in Brown services are the Raiders, Redskins, and Titans. After seeing the mostly subpart teams are interested in the services, AB's best option is to apologize to the Steelers and play with them next season. You want me to ask if that you wanted to ask me if that's fair? Yeah, I just realized I didn't really word that in a question. The question should be: Is AB's that's a nice best statement, option? though? You made a hell of a statement. You read a hell of a statement, anyway. I'll try to actually follow the segment. And no, ask it's a, okay. A question. I, I think that's basically a burning question. Should he kiss and make up with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Right? Yes, essentially, yes. I think you've said enough, and you've prided yourself enough. In his eyes, if he walks back, he's turned his tail between his proverbial. He's turned his proverbial tail between his legs. 
I don't think it's going to happen. However, I think the best situation for him is in Pittsburgh. I disagree with that last sentiment of what he says about some of the changes that have been made, and I still put most of their problems on Ben Roethlisberger and on Mike Tomlin. I think it's more their fault. They're the leaders of it. I'd say that for any team. The the Green Bay Packers don't make the postseason. If you have a healthy Aaron Rodgers, it's Aaron Rodgers' fault. He's the multi-million dollar quarterback. It's his football team. He's the franchise of it. He's the one who has to deal with that stuff. If the president has to deal with it in all these cases, so does the quarterback. The quarterback acts like the president, and they're even more powerful because they're the one who has to go out there and execute it. They're even more powerful than the head coach. Some folks like to debate me on it. I'd love to do it. I put it on the quarterback. And in the, in the Pittsburgh Steelers' case, I put it on Ben Roethlisberger, and then I put it on Mike Tomlin, and then I might put it on Antonio Brown. But he's got two guys ahead of him, and he's being used as a scapegoat, and he's obviously very upset. I think the situation has gone too far. If they can get anything out of him, fine. But you have put yourself out there and put yourself in a weird predicament because you also realize, and Antonio Brown does realize, he is on a good football team. But he said too much And now it's past the point that he can't apologize. That's why doing these interviews wasn't a good idea. If he didn't do these interviews, he could always go back to Pittsburgh and kiss and make up and things would be fine. But since he did the interviews, now he's got to go somewhere else. And Buffalo's interested, and maybe Oakland's maybe interested, and a couple other teams that aren't as good as Pittsburgh. And now you have to figure it out. Oh, yeah, I'm traded. I'm not a free agent. I can't really pick where I want to go. I don't even know if he plays next year at this clip. That is five burning questions. Fantastic as always, Hickey. Really well done, even though we haven't worked together in a long time. 855-212-4CBS. Coming up next, the Cardinals are either doing a terrible job creating a market or they're about to become the new old Browns. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 